Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice. Right here on The Voice America, Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Rachel Glass. And I'm Hannah Lee. I'm really excited for today's show because not only is our topic terrific, but this is actually my first time co-hosting. I'm the editor for Fashion Forward and have been looking forward to this opportunity to actually host our show and actually get to work with two really experienced hosts, Rachel Glass will co-host with me for our first segment, and then Kai Kelly will be here for the rest of the show. Yeah, I'm so excited for you, Hannah. Hosting is so much fun, and you'll do great. For a lot of us, there's only a few more weeks of summer until it is back to school. And many of our Be The Star You Are reporters and volunteers um, are about to be seniors, so you know they're looking into going to college, beginning that whole thing. And some of our reporters and volunteers will be making the major transition to college. Right, Rachel. Well, here in California, where I live, our school is set to begin in just a couple of weeks, and we've been settling down to do the inevitable summer homework and trying to make the most of our last couple of days. I know you are already at the University of Oregon in Eugene, while I still have another year before I have to make the transition. Since I am just about to enter my senior year of high school, so it's the last one. But for many of our listeners out there, we thought we'd do a show on preparing for college, helping us all learn more about what to expect. So, Rachel, as the voice of college experiences, um, what can you talk to us about how high schoolers can do to prepare for entrance to college or university? Well, you know, no matter who you are or where you're, where you decided to go to school. Um, college is just a scary thing. It's a huge transition. I mean, like, if, if you think about it, most of us who move away to college have never lived on our own before. <laughs> and there are a lot of little things that you'll probably have to do that you haven't really done before or have never done on your own. Um, this is just something that I experienced a lot. And it's really, like, little things that you would never, like, I didn't think of them going into college. And then I totally realized it right when I got there. Well, like, if you're sick or need to go to the dentist or something, like, you have to make your own appointment and get yourself there on time. I felt like when I was living at home, you know, my mom, like, did all that stuff for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's also things that go along with that, like doing your own laundry, buying your own books and school supplies. You know, you have to feed yourself and try your best to stay healthy, which can be hard in college. And you have to wake yourself up and go to class. And, you know, if you have any problems, you just have to deal with them by yourself, you know, whether that's, like, 
a problem in school and so you have to, you know, go talk, take it upon yourself and go talk to a teacher or, you know, something is going wrong with the company, you know, you have to just call them and deal with that. Um, I, that was just, those were just things that I found like I've never done by myself before. Yeah. Um, well, or were those, were those hard for you at the start or did you, you know, was it easy for you to adjust? <laughs> well, at first, you know, I would like call, I, I always, you know, called my mom and like asked for advice about what I should do. But then eventually like I started to like, like doing stuff for myself, you know? Yeah. And you just, you just have to, you know, take, um, initiative just to do things and, um, after a while, I feel like you feel yourself, um, you know, becoming more mature and more of an adult, you know, and you just have to do adult things like that. And one of the biggest things is that you have to make decisions all on your own. You know, you won't have anyone to tell you to study when a huge exam is coming up, and you won't have anyone telling you to go to bed early when you have a commitment super early in the morning. You know, like, during school, I, like, you know, in high school, like, they always, like, remind you, like, oh, there's a test on Friday, like, oh, this is due then. Um, in college, you usually get a syllabus um, when everything is due and when all your tests are on the beginning of the term. And then you're kind of just responsible for that. You know, your teacher doesn't really remind you all the time. They kind of just expect you to remember. Oh, yeah. That's a lot different than high school. So mm-hmm. for so for tests, at least, what what have you found is the best way to study? Um, I'm a flashcard maker, <laughs> you know, uh. and, I, and I just will go over flashcards um, all day, every day before a test, you know, depending on how much I have to, you know, memorize, whatever. And definitely not, it's really hard. And a lot of people do procrastinate, but you have to just kind of figure out what kind of, what kind of studying is good for you. You know, like I'm a flashcard person, but not everybody is, you know, you have to find, um, what just helps you the most. And, you know, you might, (laughs) yeah, definitely make some mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I'm sure like with all these tests, you must have a lot of need for stress relievers. So could you talk to us about what you kind of want to do for fun or what you do to sort of relieve the stress? Um, well, honestly, I think that, you know, if you put a lot of effort, you know, into studying or doing all your homework, you know, it takes a lot of time and stuff. But the feeling after, you know, you, you know you do well or the feeling of finishing something and turning it in, I think is like the most relieving thing in the world. And it's such a good feeling to know that, you know, you finished something, you did something well, you know, and that's, and that's kind of just motivation, you know, to do that. But but other than that, you know, everyone has their own thing. Um, I think, you know, kind of getting outside and getting away from just like being inside and studying is always a good way just to forget about stuff, you know, and something else I also do is I make a lot of lists, so I don't have stuff, you know, in my head all the time, you know, once it's written down, like, I don't really have to worry about it, and I can just, you know, check it when I have time to do stuff, you know. Yeah, Uh, definitely. I'm a huge fan of lists, too. Um, But what do you do, sort of, if something goes wrong or, like, not as planned? Because, you know, you talk about lists, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, that's definitely going to happen. Like, things don't always work out. Even, like, if you, you know, take control of something and do your part, you know, (laughs) things just go wrong. And that's just life and that just happens. And then you just have to deal with it accordingly. And, you know, some things are frustrating and take a longer time to deal with. But everything works out. You know, things blow over. Like, in the end, everything's okay. So never freak out about anything. But you just have to deal with it and deal with it by yourself, which I think is, like, the biggest thing about going to college is doing, you know, just things on your own. But after a while, you'll definitely get used to it. Yeah. Do you feel like college has sort of been a good transition into adulthood? Definitely. Um, just recently, actually, you know, freshman year is a little rocky. Yeah. And but going through sophomore year, you know, now about to go into my junior year, I do like I do really feel like an adult, and I feel really mature, and I feel like I can like deal with that kind of stuff um, by myself now. And I'm very you know comfortable with my position in life now. Yeah, and that's I, good. Yeah. And I was just gonna say, like, I feel like everyone um, will will get there eventually. Everyone has different times. But, you know, it'll happen. Yeah, I'm worried sometimes that, you know, if I go, because I'm not in college yet, but if I were to go to college, I would sort of lose contact with, like, my family and everything. Um, are you still, do you still talk to them? Um, yeah, um, I talk to my family all the time. Um, and, you know, sometimes in college, time goes by super fast, I feel like. So, you know, all of a sudden it's two weeks and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, I haven't talked to my parents in two weeks. 
and then um and then I talked to them but yeah I feel like you know when we have cool stuff like Skype you know which makes yeah. it which makes it easy to stay in touch um and I guess it depends on your relationship with your parents but I know like myself and a lot of people I know um find a lot of comfort in talking to their parents you know and people get homesick so it's always nice to to see your family and talk to your family and yeah. if you're and um if you're able to go home you know, you appreciate home so much more after being in college, you know. Uh, yeah, that's definitely true. I always, this sounds a little bit shallow, but I'm always excited. Everyone says, like, socially, college is really fun. So how has it been sort of a big experience for you socially, at least with friends or boys or whatever? Um, It's been good. Like, I've always been a social person, but I feel like being in school, like, the difference in, like, being in high school – is that you're kind of around a lot of people that are on the same path as you and you meet a lot of people that are really like you. You know, it's nice to, um, you know, meet people who are, like, you know, taking school seriously and, you know, have, like, big dreams like you do. So I think that's the best part is you meet people that um, will really, you know, help you and move on, you know, with your life. Yeah, so one last other question. Do you have um, any other suggestions for other people either entering college or even if they're in college? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, something, you know, I go to Oregon and it rains a lot. So I think just being really aware of, you know, the kind of weather that you're going into and being prepared for that. <laughs> you know, yeah, like do your research before you go so you're not, you know, stuck without something. Yeah, well, thanks for all these great tips and advice, Rachel. It's always good to have someone who has been there and done that offer suggestions. But it is time for a break, and I'm Hannah Lee. And I'm Rachel Glass. And stay with us because Kai Kelly will be back with Hannah to co-host, and Young Juan will join the team for one more conversation. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Kai Kelly, and I'm thrilled to be co-hosting today with my friend, Hannah Lee. Thanks, Kai. So far, so good. I love being on the radio. 
With us now is our permanent co-host of the program, Youngju On. of us will be in high school seniors in fall, and all of us are antsy about college prep. Hi, Youngju. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Kai. So today, I just have a couple of gifts to give to your friends who are moving away for college. And one of my very best friends, who I've known since like I was in second grade, is going to college in the fall. And so I've been preparing a couple for her to feel comfortable in a new place with new people. And she's really shy, and some nice, thoughtful gifts really do go a long way. So our first gift today is a photo collage. And what could be more fun than a bunch of photos all put together? And even though I hate photos personally, I do have photos, so I'm sure you can also find photos. And this is a fun, easy way just to reminisce about all the fun memories you've had together. And on the back of the photos, I can print for really cheap at like Walmart or um, Costco. I love to write little notes about the things I love most about each memory. And if you don't want to do a collage because you feel like too many people do collages, there are so, so many great alternatives. And this one takes a little bit more effort, but with a hanger, like clothing hanger, and some string, you can make a collage with your photos and still write little notes on the back and then make like a mobile. And it's really cool. And if you make it well, you can even hang it up and have it be like a keepsake decoration. And you could also make a video with all your photos and a voiceover instead of notes. So there's a ton of possibilities, and that's the beauty of gift giving. Once you have a very basic idea, you can adapt it to fit any circumstance, and there's nothing like limiting you. And for a care package, and care packages are really wonderful. My friend is moving to Georgia, so it's really far from home. And I've personally picked out some of her favorite foods, like snacks, books, soaps, pillows, hair clips, etc. I've actually put in homemade facials in jars before, but I don't think I can do that since this one's going in the mail and facials can spoil and that'd be a big mess. But a care package is just a collection of things that someone might find comforting. These items don't necessarily have to be functional either, since the purpose of this one is just comfort away from home. Care packages are super versatile, and they can be used to give to hurricane victims, sick friends, impoverished children, or even friends going off to college. And number three is a potted plant. And you might be thinking, what? But a potted plant is such a great idea, and it's really simple and really sweet. And since you don't get to see your friends if they move to states that are far away or even countries, growing a potted plant together in different places is a great way to stay connected. All you have to do is buy some seeds and some dirt. Hopefully you have a shovel and a pot or a jar, but if you don't, don't fear, because all these things are really easy to find. You can even buy all these things at the place you buy seeds at. And it's a great feeling to be gardening together, believe it or not. My friends are pretty geeky, and I'm really geeky too, so we've even made gifts of our plants growing. And even the friends who are slightly scared to receive this gift in the beginning end up loving it. You can decorate the pot or jar and treasure it for years. And a pack of seeds for about a dollar really does go a long way. Yeah, that's really great. I'll definitely have to try out uh, giving a plant to my friend, even though I'm not really, I don't even have the college yet, but I'll make them. Um, so what is the best way to give a potted plant? Okay, so since potted plants are slightly strange, like it's not really a, a common gift. So what I do is I just like plant uh, put some dirt in a jar or a pot and then plant some seeds and like put a ribbon around it and then write in a really nice card and explain to them why I want to garden together. Yeah, I know. That sounds, that sounds really cute, actually. Um, it sounds kind of like those Etsy, like if you go on Etsy, they have all those really yeah. unique like vintage ideas. But have you had personally any weird mishaps while you're sending a package? Well, I had one friend who lived in Colorado and I things for her birthday and she was sending me things for other occasions and we never got each other's items and oh gosh. we wrote we wrote the address right too we like double checked and so those items are just floating somewhere in the states right now That's okay That's I'm sure yeah I'm sure someone else enjoyed it Yeah <laughs> Um okay so sorry I was um that sounds all sounds really good, and I like the Hannah, questions Hannah's been asking. I'm also wondering what is the weirdest thing that you would put in a cater package? Well, um, personally, I've put in like um, 
ramen, all types of ramen, stuffed animals that I've tried to make, um, tried. I've put in rocks before because my friend wanted these special pebbles you can only find at this one beach. And pretty much just anything I found. And then I'm also wondering, earlier in the segment, you suggested that we would make a video with all of our photos. And I think that sounds really cool. And it's a really awesome way of using technology um, and integrating it into something that's way more personal. Because I feel like what I've often heard about technology, the complaint is that it lacks that personal touch and the human connection. So when you talk about making a video with all your photos, can you explain that a little bit more? Well, once you have all your photos on your computer, since I have a Mac, I just put them all on iPhoto, but even if you don't have a Mac, you can just put them in a folder, and then you can open a, or hopefully you have an account on YouTube. They linked it with Gmail now, so most people should have one, and then you just add, like, it's really easy. You just add photos, and you can add text, and in maybe, like, 20 to 30 minutes, you have a really personal video. That yeah, sounds really awesome. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, nowadays, even with just like Facebook and Twitter and all these new social me uh, social like networking sites, it's just a great way to just keep in touch with your friends, especially when they're in college and you know you're on the other side of the country or wh wherever. Yeah, definitely. And then you talked about how your friends and you really like growing potted plants together. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not gifted with much. I don't want to say life-giving qualities, but I often feel like I'm killing, like, my friend will give me a, a basket full of flowers, and I just, I don't know how to keep them alive. So if you are a kind of person like me, what, do you have any suggestions for, like, um, that kind of gift, but one that wouldn't necessarily end up in any kind of plant death? Well, um, there are lots of flower types, as you probably know, and there's a lot of easy flowers that don't need much care. Pansies are great for this because they're pretty resilient, and even if you like forget to water them sometimes, they're fine. And also, cactuses will survive almost everything. And if you put them in terrarium, like little glass terrariums with like stones and whatever, it makes a really great gift. That's very very cool. Um, and then also, if you are sending a gift, is it better to it? Um, yes. Well, actually, it depends. If the gift is really expensive, then yes, it is great to insure it. But if it's just something like a couple photos or keepsakes, then it's not that bad. What about food for college? Uh, my sister is actually in a co-ed, and she's always complaining about oh, being I'm hungry. Sure. And sometimes uh, money is super tight. So how about sending cookies or brownings or something like that? Um, it depends really for that kind of thing because cookies and brownies are can spoil really eat fast. So it really depends on where your friend lives. But um, packaged foods like ramen is really good for college students. So thank yeah, you so much, Youngju, for all of the advice. Um, I know Hannah and I will definitely use it as we move forward, as all three of us prepare to uh, apply to college. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you so much, Youngju. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Hannah Lee. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. And check us out on Tumblr at http www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. We'll be right back with an app wrap with reporter Eric Palacos, who will talk about SAT tests. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. 
Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Lee. And I'm Kai Kelly. So we want our 10th annual Be The Star You Are essay contest, which will be launching in October. U.S. Bank of Lafayette, California is a sponsor, and we're definitely still looking for more sponsors. So if you are interested in lots of publicity while increasing the reading and writing skills of young adults, please become a sponsor for the 10th annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. For more information, you can always visit www.starstyleradio.com and click on events. Or you can email our producer, Cynthia Bryan, at cynthia at cynthiabryan.com. And that's Bryan spelled B-R-I-A-N with an I. Today, um, since our theme is about college preparation, we thought it was important to have a segment that addresses those great exams that actually everyone dreads, the SATs. I'm going to talk about it today, and Kai and I are both going to actually address some of the questions that, you know, incoming juniors and seniors might have, as well as things we've learned after taking the SAT test, the SAT2 subject test, and actually also the ACT. Yeah, exactly. So the first thing that we want to talk about is prep classes. So basically, especially in the area that we live, but it's also popular across the country, and there's a lot of discussion about whether or not these prep classes, so basically a lot of students sign up for classes a couple months prior to the SAT. They go in with an adult tutor who teaches them specific skills necessary for the SAT so that they can be well prepared. But then the question comes up, these prep classes can often cost up to a couple thousands of dollars, and not everybody can obviously afford it. So there's a lot of discussion, especially today, about whether or not the SAT is actually really hurting different socioeconomic classes because students who don't have those resources, who can't afford a prep classes, have statistically been proven to score lower. Yeah, it's actually re- really interesting because both Kai and I did some research and, you know, kids who take the prep class or who take an SAT initially, let's say they score, you know, um, a 1900, the prep class has been actually shown to increase it on average about 300 points. And if a kid is entering college, those 300 points on an SAT count for a huge difference. You know, that's the difference between admission saying yes or admission saying no. So really today, um, Kai and I wanted to discuss some different ways for preparation that, you know, yes, we can talk, we're going to talk about prep classes, but also some preparation you can do on your own that'll help you increase those scores without, you know, the $2,000 that you're spending on a tutor. So the first thing we wanted to talk about um, were online resources. Right. So online resources, there's a lot of different ones. First of all, if you're looking to take the SATs, and we should probably talk a little really briefly that it is crucial to take the SATs if you're looking into going to college, if, even if you're not, you don't want to, um, but you you want to try to consider taking the SATs or the ACTs, and online classes are a good way. What you can do is you can start by going to the College Board website, and College Board actually does release questions every day. It has an email if you'd like to sign up for it, and it'll send you daily questions. There are also free practice tests, um, and you can also obviously use the resources of your peers or of the, the libraries normally have SAT books for free. So there are cost-friendly ways of preparing for the SAT on your own. Yeah, and that brings us to our second alternative for preparation, which is the Blue Book, um, which is the probably the most widespread use SAT preparation book that everyone uses when they're preparing for the SAT, uh, the big SAT test. 
Right. And so the blue book is basically just a giant book you buy from the college board. I believe it's around $25, but I it's been actually a while since I purchased the book. It has probably around 10 practice tests. Practice tests are generally 3 hours and 45 minutes long, so uh, it's going to take up a lot of your time, but it is worth it because SATs are important. And it basically just has practice tests at the beginning. It has a little section that explains how you'll take each test, the timing of each test, what they're looking for, the skills that they're looking for, how they recommend you prepare, and you would want to read through that before you take your first practice test as kind of a diagnostic of where you stand. Yeah, exactly. And that, and you know, if none of those work for you, obviously preparation classes or uh, private tutors are an option. And um, I think so we should, yeah, let's, we'll address that a little bit. Even though they can be really expensive, private tutors can be really, really helpful in honing in on certain areas that you may be weaker on. So, you know, for some people it's writing, you know, they have really big problems with writing. And if you hire a private tutor or these um, SAT prep classes, they can, you know, they have, you know, a really great way to sort of help you get those grammar and writing skills for the SAT. Right. And then another thing that we want to talk about, which we probably should have mentioned earlier, is why take the SATs? They seem really stressful. Hannah and I have just spent a couple of minutes going over all these ways to take classes and to prepare, and it just seems like a lot of work, because if you calculate the number of hours that I probably spent preparing for the SAT, that I know Hannah spent preparing for the SAT, because we did take those prep classes, we did use the Blue Book, we did use the online resources, why would you want to take them? Yeah, you know, it just sounds like a lot of tedious work, and it definitely is, but after, you know, if you're um, one of those, if you're a student looking to go to college um, at this day and age, your SAT does account for a significant factor in the application process, and admissions officers will always, you know, emphasize that scores aren't every, everything, which they aren't, but the SAT is definitely a big part of the fact whether, you know, you're going to get into the college or um, whether, you know, it's it's really sort of a measurement of if you are prepared to enter that college. And so different colleges at different levels have different benchmarks of scores that, you know, they want you to hit. Um, I know, you know, I don't, I don't, community colleges, I believe, don't require the SAT if you live in uh, that area. But if you're looking to go to um, a UC or if you're looking to go to a private college, they each have different requirements, or not requirements, they have different benchmarks of which, you know, you need to hit for the SAT. So really preparing is crucial. Right. And then even with all of that said, you do, because it's easy, especially when you enter junior year, uh, you think it's going to be the same as the previous years of high school, but added with the stress of the SATs when everybody's saying, oh, this is so important for college, I think it's also important to take with us the uh, the bigger picture idea that all of the admissions will be supposedly looked at holistically. Obviously, none of us are admissions officers. None of us are total experts on this, but we are both going through the process. We're preparing under a senior year. We finished taking the SATs, and so we don't have the expertise of all the students that we've talked to today who are in college and who are preparing for college, but this is a part of that preparation. It just starts a little bit earlier. Um, so basically my point is that after you get the SATs, you get your scores back, there's also, it's important to remember that the whole idea of the application is that you're trying to work towards something that you'd like to do later. So if you are the kind of person who's really interested in law, like I have often been, then maybe you participated in your school mock trials, you did internships outside of school relating to um, law offices. It's just, it's basically about cultivating your interest at a young age. And the SATs are basically just a standardized benchmark like Hannah talked about a lot, um, so that schools can compare you as far as grades and as far as that basic standardized testing. But there's a lot more that goes into an application, so you should always use that to balance yourself. Um, now, Hannah, I think we wanted to talk a little bit about rewarding yourself after the SAT. So after you've finished those five hours of testing, it's probably 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you're exhausted, what do you do? Yeah, well, I actually was uh, very adamant that I was going to reward myself after the June SAT. So I actually bought concert tickets with a friend to go see that we had both, to a band we'd both been dying to see. And, you know, the SAT, it can be like a five, four or five hour test. So it's really great afterwards to find something that, um, that you know, you find really 
rewarding for yourself. Maybe it was a concert for other people. It can be going out to eat with their friends or, you know, going maybe, maybe even if you're really taking a nap, I know that was definitely something that a lot of my friends did. Uh, cause waking up at 6am isn't very fun, you know, to take a test. Um, but I think that, you know, one of the best things to remember, just like Kai was saying that the SAT isn't everything is that afterwards you just really want to have fun. And at the end of the day, like, you know, you just took a test, so you have to enjoy yourself and really take it easy after a while. Right. And then that also brings us to another point is what you do before the SATs. So for me, I've never been a breakfast person. I don't generally, I know I've read so many studies about how important it is. I actually woke up this morning and read an article about how not eating breakfast increases your risk of heart-related issues. So it is incredibly important, particularly on a big day like SATs. So um, I'm probably not the best expert for this. So Hannah, do you want to go ahead and talk to us a little bit about what you should do before the SATs as far as eating habits? Sure. Well, so the definitely the most important thing uh, not eating related is to, to get a good night's rest before the SAT. So, you know, you want to go to bed no later than 11, definitely around 9.30 or 10. That's ideal. And then, you know, wake up, try to eat a healthy breakfast, nothing too, you know, nothing too heavy to weigh you down and most snacks and water with you. I cannot emphasize the first SAT I went to, I was totally unprepared. I just brought, I just brought like a little, I just brought a little bottle of water and I was not only thirsty, you know, fourth hour, but I was starving because you get out there at one o'clock after your brain is exhausted. So it's really important to bring snacks. I recommend trail mix, uh, maybe like a cliff bar or Luna bar. Uh, maybe a banana, those, yeah, so that's my recommendation for snacks. Right, and so as we finish off our segment today, I just want to leave, I think both of us would want to leave that while it's definitely crucial to consider taking the SATs or the alternative option, the ACTs, and you can look into this more, always try to remember to not put yourself under too much pressure to succeed because it is going to be okay. Unfortunately, it is time to go to break. Um, thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Hannah Lee. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at http www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Hannah Lee. For our final segment, we have our new reporter, Jennifer Lee, with Backstory. Jennifer is the events chairperson for Be The Star You Are charity, and she is also the sister of our Say What reporter, Vivian Lee. Jennifer Lee is a sophomore in Northgate High School in Walnut Creek, California. She enjoys reading, singing, playing piano, and violin in her free time. Hi, Jennifer. What do you have for us? Hi. Thanks, Kai and Hannah. I'm Jennifer Lee from Walnut Creek presenting The Backstory. In this segment, I'm going to provide you with interesting facts of behind-the-scenes stories, inspirations, and others of the entertainment industry, including films, movies, televisions, literature, music, and all the people involved. <clears throat> and today, I'll be talking about a variety of films and songs that are popular today and also the classics. So, number one, I'm going to start a concession of hit songs of 2012 and 2013 that topped the Billboard Hot 100. Starting from mid-2012, Call Me Baby, that everyone loves to sing, by Carly Rae Jepsen has become a phenomenon. But did you know that it wasn't actually meant to be a cute bubblegum pop song? Carly Rae Jepsen originally wrote it intending for it to be a folk song. Next, we have We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. So she was in the studio with her ex-boyfriend, who has been rumored to be Jake Gyllenhaal, came in and talked of rumors about Taylor Swift and her ex-boyfriend reuniting. After the friend left, Swift described the relationship as break up, get back together, break up, get back together, just ugh, the worst. And then the song just flowed out as she and other producers started playing the guitar. Now, a little more recently, in 2013, Thrift Shop by Mac Macklemore has become so popular with its catchy rap and the sax-driven tune. Um, according to Macklemore, the inspiration for the song was how rappers talk, quote, about, how, oh, I buy this and I buy that, and I spend this much money and I make it rain, and this type of champagne and painting the club, and this is the kind of record that's the exact opposite. So the song talks about how people should look as great as possible, yet spend as little. And finally, the last song is When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. It was inspired by a real-life pre-fame heartbreak. He said, no, I can't fake it. I've tried, and those songs have been thrown away. The song is about a special woman that I let slip away at one time. It's a happy ending, though. I put everything I got into that one. So, second... Um, with the college theme of this show, I thought Animal House was a perfect film for the college theme. Um, if you didn't know, Animal House is a classic comedy film from 1978, which I think everyone should see. It's about a group of fraternity miscreants who challenged the dean of their show, Faber College. The movie was filmed at the University of Oregon in Eugene. Um, one fact about the being this film is that the cast was advised to not mix with the college students. But the cast attended a frat party when a few girls invited them. But they were completely turned away because they didn't know that they were actually not invited. And as a couple of drunk football players were leaving, one actor threw a cup of beer at them and a brawl started. And John Belushi, who plays the main character of the film, heard about the fight. He had to be physically restrained from seeking revenge. So... The last one is another classic film that everyone knows, Lion King from Disney. It was, I didn't know this, but it was actually based on Hamlet and the Joseph and Moses, story, Moses stories. So the Lion King was originally supposed to be named the King of the Jungle until the producers realized that lions didn't actually exist in the jungle. And Lion King also has um, iconic and beautiful music written by the amazing Elton John and Tim Rice. Tim Rice has written music for so many other Disney movies. But Disney originally wanted ABBA to do the music for the film. They are the writers of the hit songs from the musical Mamma Mia, including Dancing Queen, Waterloo, and Thank You for the Music. Also, another interesting fact was that it took animators a whopping three years to finish the three-minute Wildebeest stampede scene. That's basically six days for every single second of that animation. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for all of this very well-researched information. I know I learned a lot, especially about the things like you talked about Carly Rae Jepsen intending it to be a folk song, which is so hard to remember because it's so popular yeah. um, right now. But thank you so much for all of that. 
Now, I'm curious, um, actually, one of our other reporters, Rachel, who started off this show, goes to the University of Oregon. So it's kind of like an interesting little connection that you mentioned <laughs> there. Uh, but do you recommend any other college-based films? Yeah, sure. Um, there's a film called Goodwill Hunting that came out in the 90s, and it's been critically acclaimed. It won Best Oscar for Best Supporting um, Actor and the Best um, Original Screenplay. And it's been cited as the like one of the most motivational films that anyone, everyone should see. Um, but a little more recently, like Pitch Perfect, it was hilarious and it was so funny and so much music. And it gives you an insight to the little less known, lesser known life of collegiate acapella. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I, of course, I would not know any of this. I've never put in the, the research to know all these <laughs> things. Um, but do you have any other fun facts about Disney animations? I'm always the biggest fan of Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, Disney movies are always the best remedy to being sick. But um, Mickey Mouse was first sketched as a dog, a cat, a cow, and then a horse until it became the iconic figure it is now, the Mickey Mouse. And... For example, Pixar conceived the ideas of Wally, e A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo, and Monsters Inc. all in one lunch meeting. They were truly geniuses. And The Little Mermaid has over one million hand-drawn bubbles. That is crazy. That's so cool. Okay, so we've talked a lot about college. You've talked a lot about um, things that talked uh, that happened on college scenes on those behind those sets. So, are there any? other songs that you would recommend specifically for college students like I know you're not in college obviously and you probably <laughs> won't be able to comment too much on that but if you're thinking if you are going to go to college what songs would you have on your playlist well I know because uh well I'm obviously not in college but my sister actually is going to the University of California Berkeley so and we always share the same music taste but it, obviously it's uh, something that's idiosyncratic but since my sister's always studying for her midterms and finals, she really likes listening to um, instrumentals. And there's also this app that, oh, well, not a, well, you can get it as an app. And it's also a website that I don't know um, some people have, but it's called Songza. And it's spot, basically like Spotify and Pandora, except it's made into playlists for every single mood or every single genre or s culture. That sounds really cool. Yeah, and my sister, um, there's a separate play playlist for studying, and there's a, um, like, you can get an animation playlist for songs that have been in animations, or you can get the songs that have been in the superhero movies, so she always listens to those, because it can be kind of distracting when you're listening to um, songs with words and you're studying, so my sister always likes to listen to that. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I'll definitely have to check that out. But unfortunately, we are out of time again. But thank you so much for joining us here on Express Yourself Teen Radio. We wish you all a wonderful, sunny, and happy rest of the summer. And of course, we want you to stay tuned to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with youth. And we want to always, always give a big thank you to our network director, Voice America Kids, Perry, for this super fun opportunity to broadcast. And of course, a giant hug to our broadcast director, Bruce, who engineers and directs us weekly. So Bruce is taking a well-deserved overseas vacation for a couple of weeks, so definitely have a big blast, Bruce. Um, we'll all see you very soon. I'm Kai Kelly. Thanks, Kai. I wish... I wish, I will, and I wish everyone a wonderful rest of summer. I'm Hannah. We want to hear your thoughts, and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with Be The Star Your Charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. 
Yes, yeah, so thank you so much for always tuning in every Tuesday at noon Pacific. Thanks to Star Style Production for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. It's really been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program on Express Yourself. So thanks again and for joining us. And until next week, remember... Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Between the lines, if you would let yourself go, find some place you remember. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference.